0: Up and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It is now Monday and I got a game tonight. Oh boy. I wanted to talk about the monk, which is an interesting subclass. It showed up first in the first edition AD&D Player's Handbook. I seem to be working out. I, I seem to be using that one a lot, that book. But it is interesting because it's not a subclass. It is just presented outside of the regular class structure. And I've kind of kind of gotten a thing for the monk in later editions because I played in a 5th edition Oriental Adventures game and I got to play a monk and I was kicking butts and taking names basically because it was it was so much fun once I worked it up but then again it's 5th edition so it gives you some some buffs at the beginning i went back in the first edition and looked at the monk. I even looked at another class in basic. And I'll get to that in a minute. Because the monk is so gimped in here. I mean, yes, it's a monk. But the only harder class to play and qualify for would be the bard. Because it has four. four... Minimum ability scores, 15 wisdom, 15 decks, I'm sorry, 15 strength, 15 wisdom, 15 decks, and constitution of 11. And they don't get experience point bonuses. I mean, they take everything away from Monk. Yes, they give him some few special powers, but I I have a feeling like for the first few levels, he's going to be hiding behind the party with the wizard because I... It was incredible. He gets a, what does he get? He gets a four-sided die for hit points. Yeah, in here. And the, the level progression ain't bad, but they cannot use any weapons. They cannot use any armor. Well, actually, no, they can use certain weapons. It gives them a list of certain weapons that they can use and magical variations therein. But no armor, no shield, which in fifth edition I said, oh no problem because I've got this special ability about if I don't wear any arm, it's basically more of a more of a perk. It's more of a an incentive. It's like you don't wear any armor, you have a natural armor class of X, which is better than the usual mm. armor class to start with. So here they get nothing. They're AC 10, and. Okay, Gary, I understand, but this is one time where I'm going to have to go with the later additions, except for one, for one exception. Like I said, I'll get into that in a minute. But at level one, you get one attack, and it does a D3. And I don't know. As you go up in level, of course, the damage gets worse you also get more attacks. In fact, I was surprised, at level 4, you get 5 4 attacks. Which is 5 attacks every 4 rounds. Then it goes to, le- at level 6, you get th- the 3 2. And at level 11, you get the 5 2. And then at level 14, you get 3 attacks per round and 4 attacks per round. And they get they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, second level 1d4 damage they're level 1 d6 and then it's two to seven and that's a 2d6 and etc et etc cetera, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. So it's interesting, but you're gonna you're gonna have a hard time keeping a lot once you get up in levels then you start getting the, you know speak with animals. Beguiling charms, hypnosis, suggestion spells with only fifty percent chance. Uh, I and these are going up in levels. You can, if your tenth level, tenth level or higher, and you get attacked by like a mind flayer's mind blast attack, it can. You consider they consider you eighteenth intelligence, eighteen intelligence for that. So you don't get. So you you they gotta roll that, and. At 11th level, you're not affected by any kind of poisons. Gifts and quest spells have no effect upon monks of 12th level or higher. And like I said, no armor, no shield. Magic items, magical varieties, and a few other... and other magical items that can be used by thieves. Because it is kind of considered a thief class, even though it doesn't say anything. Uh, You don't get any bonuses. You can't increase your to hit... But I would go for you see if you can use bracers or some some kind of ambulance that would improve your armor class at first, but I don't even think those are allowed. Anyway, that's the first edition. Now, basic, I'm pulling out my my rule cyclopedia here, it has a class called the Mystic, which is to me a more reasonable version of the monk. Prime prime requisites are strength and dexterity. But you do have to have a score of 13 or better in both wisdom and decks. They get a six sided die, which is a little better. They still can't wear any armor or shield, which is a drawback. Let's see what else we got here. At higher levels you get things like you can take like acrobatics and other things. Trying to find out what exactly is mystic armor class is AC. Yes, they their their armor class gets lower. The AC nine, which is, you know, basic armor. Uh, that, that's the everybody's armor. class. It starts AC nine. So, but you advance faster in this system. You mystics go to level sixteenth uh, level. And you know, right off the bat, second level, you're AC eight. Third, AC seven, etc., etc., you get more movement as you go up in levels. At level five, you get two attacks per round. At level nine, you get three attacks per round. And level thirteen, you get four attacks per round. And your damage goes up from one D4, one D four plus one, one D six, one D six plus one, etc. And other things like heal self. So I find it a little more reasonable. Yes, he has to watch his butt because of the the AC. But it's more of a maneuvering thing with them than it is, it is sucking up damage, so there's that okay variations on the monk let's see what do we got? We have the friendly monk he loves kids he loves he 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 protect he he's he's the guy of peace who if you piss him off too much, who will just open a candle will pass on you pretty much there's those guys you've seen these i'm think i'm thinking of old like samurai movies and things like that there's also the, the monks monks could work for a political organization especially if they're not good monks restriction on alignment is they have to be lawful because lawful, in this case, represents discipline. The discipline of the mind, the discipline of the body, things like that. So, they have to be lawful. So, they could work for a lawful evil person. They could be lawful evil. But they could work for another person. Like, say, this monastery of evil monks are associated with this petty warlord that happens to, happens to be in line with what they believe in or something like that. So, he would have a few monks on staff as, I don't know, assassin's thieves or just to beat up his rivals or something like that. That's another thing about about uh, about monks that you don't think about is rival rival factions, rival monasteries. You see that in stuff like from the Karate Kid on down in the martial arts movies. Oh, you dojo against my dojo. Well, we'll see what happens. Attack! That kind of thing. So you can do that you can actually have an inter say you have one an inter an inter dojo war or inter temple war or something like that and you can do that too the warrior monk ones that are attached to an army or something that is or even even a temple that has an army they could do that very good tactically and just Got the got a brain for how to how to deploy troops and things, and he may even have a whole squad of monks. That would be that would be something. So there's a few of them out there. So there's a few that you can try out. And so it's time for me to start my day. So if you got anything to say, if you want to talk about this, you can. Either write me an email at oldmangrognar at gmail.com or you can send me a voicemail at anchor. And we are monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program. And I would thank you. And once again, thank you, thank you, Oliver Shrek, and Jonathan Jessen for supporting me. I appreciate that. So until I see you next time, keep the dice warm. Now talk to you later. Bye-bye.